Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm so excited to have you here today for this episode because it's a very important topic, and mental health is something that I talk about on the podcast here a lot. So I'm just really excited to create this episode, especially in the midst of Mental Health Awareness Week, and just to raise more awareness and reduce the stigma. So sit back and relax, and we'll just jump right in. So I'm actually recording this on Saturday the 15th. I mean, we're still technically in Mental Health Awareness Week as it takes place from the 10th to the 16th. I just got back from a long run. So it was a 17 mile run and I was only really aiming to go for 14 or 15 miles, but just ended up doing 17. And I was just feeling really good and feeling really strong. And this is kind of my last weekend that I'll be doing a longer-ish run before I start to taper down because I do have my first in-person race in two weeks and so I'm really really excited and I'm definitely going to be doing an episode around that experience because I haven't done an in-person race since the 8th of August in 2020 and so I'm just excited to be in that atmosphere again and just I think it's going to be a really fun experience so I'm really excited to do that in a few weeks. So as I've shared this episode will be around mental health as it is mental health awareness week. It takes place from the 10th of May to the 16th of May and the theme this year is actually actually nature from mentalhealthuk.org and it's actually quite fitting just especially after a year where we've probably seen more of our four walls in our homes than the four seasons outside and so I just thought it'd be really great to do an episode on mental health and of course if you've listened to the podcast for a while or for a bit I've definitely done quite a few episodes around mental health in the past as it pertains to me personally but also having guests on and kind of talking about it in a more professional manner so if you're interested in any of those I'll have them linked in the show notes and so I figured it'd be great to do an episode around the mental health benefits of running kind of being a runner myself and having had it over the years as like a catalyst to aid in my mental health struggles and I think kind of just going along with the theme of my overall podcast and really just like resorting to the bio and the information section of my podcast, I do talk about how running has always been a steadfast for me and my favorite form of therapy. And I think that that just speaks volumes and so many people can probably relate with that. If you do use running as a way to kind of clear your head after a stressful day, I think that that's always kind of been my go-to over the years. I was reading an article recently by the London Marathon and it was talking a lot about some of these benefits from running and a lot of science that is actually backed by it. And so I think it was just really great to kind of read through and I'll definitely have it linked in the show notes but yeah and before I kind of get into some of these talking points I just want to say that running is by no means like some fix-all be-all and I know that some people do require medication and I'm actually one of those people and I do just want to be upfront about that. I was prescribed propranolol which is an anti-anxiety medication and I was prescribed that a few months ago but I just want to be realistic and just say that you know if you're struggling with mental health running may not be it for for you, but if you are kind of just having some off days or you're just kind of stressed from work, running could be a really great thing for you to kind of just test out and try just to help kind of alleviate and release a lot of that stress. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to put that in there and just be a little more realistic and kind of create a more relatable approach to this just because I know running isn't everyone's forte, but if you are interested in running and some of the mental health benefits, then just keep listening. 
So the first point is that running can actually help fight depression. So after enduring exercise, your body releases things called endorphins and endocannabinoids. These are both associated with the well-known concept of the runner's high, and researchers found that there was indeed a correlation between the endogenous opioids. And these are things that the brain releases after sustained physical exercise and then a perceived euphoric state in runners. This is something that I've definitely been asked about before, just around, you know, how do I achieve the runner's high? And it's just quite a, I think this article puts it really well. It really does feel like this euphoric state of happiness. And I almost hit it like when I'm on my really long runs and kind of right when I'm about to give up and it just hits and you're just feeling really good and really great. And then after you finish your run, I think I'm just on such a high afterwards that it just feels so happy and so good. I think running was especially important and really helped me through my college years. And I went to the University of Washington. And so I had this trail that was like a 10K run and it was along the Burt Gilman and it would bring you to the Seattle skyline. And it was always always just, it was a really great run and I think that it was just something that really helped clear my head and really helped when I was feeling really down about, you know, grades or classes or whatever and it just really helped me through a lot of really tough times. Now, I will say that it didn't totally solve my depression in college and I was seeing a therapist for about a year and so if you are really struggling with depression, I would highly advise therapy or, you know, looking into what options you have with your doctor and so I think, you know, while it does really help with depression, I do just want to say that it doesn't totally fix it. And I probably should have stuck this at the beginning, but I am by no means a doctor of any sort, and so I am not trained in any way. These are just my thoughts and experiences. The second point is that it can help boost your self-esteem, and I totally agree with this. And this article actually focused more on just your self-esteem and kind of confidence around being a runner, but I kind of have a different point that I want to make. So like, yes, I definitely felt super intimidated when I first started running longer distances. And I think especially when you're comparing yourself to other people that have been running for longer and have more experience with it, and maybe you feel, you know, a bit inexperienced, then I definitely see how kind of building your momentum and self-esteem over time is really great. But for me personally, and this just kind of speaks more to self-image, I really struggled with my body image for quite some time and had quite the terrible case of body dysmorphia that I know that a lot of women and men have had. So I've definitely obviously done episodes around my eating disorder before, but I think there is definitely an element of, you know, not really feeling too comfortable going out running in a tank top and especially being like a woman and having a bigger chest. There's just a lot of other underlying like self-confidence issues that I really struggled with. And it really took me some time to build the confidence and feel comfortable enough to be able to run outside in a tank top. And this may seem like a really small thing to some people, but I think everyone has that one thing that they're really insecure about. And this just happened to be mine for so long. Like I just would not wear a tank top no matter what the circumstances because I was so insecure about how my body would shake and move and jiggle when I was running. And this just may sound kind of weird to some people that don't really understand or like relate to it. But I think everyone kind of has that one thing and this was just my thing. And it just took quite a while to build the confidence over 
time, but like once I did, I learned that it wasn't because it mattered how much weight I had lost or how much I actually weighed. I actually just learned to appreciate my body and, you know, the strength that it has and kind of what I've put it through over the years. And so I think it's just more of developing an appreciation and gratitude for how strong your body is and how capable it is and just being able to kind of carry that with you in your runs. The third point is that it actually helps combat anxiety, which I obviously love as someone who personally takes anti-anxiety meds from time to time. Researchers have found evidence that supports the idea that physical activity can actually help prevent anxiety from emerging, and that's regardless of demographic factors such as age, education, or income. So growing up and kind of just over time, I've learned that I'm just a naturally anxious person, no matter if it's school, work, or someone I'm dating. I think it's just a natural tendency for me to feel anxious. And so growing up, running, as I've said, really helped in a lot of those situations. And like particularly in some of those harder situations, like my sexual assault case, like I can't tell you how much anxiety was just developed from going through a year-long Title IX case itself. but I I ran so much and I, I definitely learned and have spoke about in previous episodes how I had produced both positive and negative, you know, healthy and unhealthy habits from that and kind of just learning how my body deals with stress. I think especially if you're more of like a beginner or newbie to running and you're still kind of figuring out whether it's, you know, better to kind of run in the mornings or the evenings. I think it's just more important to think of it in a way of like, how is it going to be best utilized by you in terms of managing stress and managing your schedule? I've gone through both experiences slash routines of starting your day out with a run and kind of helping that set the precedent for the day and just feeling really good and starting on that high, but also kind of going through your day, whether it's work or school, and then kind of, you know, definitely having a lot of stress or feeling stressed by the end of the day and being able to go on a run to release that stress is really great, but it really is up to what works best for you and kind of your needs. The fourth point is centered around setting and achieving goals and how that really feels good. And so I think it's more focused on, you know, not more of a case of setting goals, but it's important that you don't put all of your joy into black or white outcomes, but instead aligning your success with the effort that you put in instead of the fixed outcome that you hope to have. So all in all, it's essentially just creating realistic goals for yourself so not like you know starting from zero and wanting to be able to run a marathon tomorrow if you've not had the experience of training and kind of building that mileage over time and building your strength then it's going to be really hard for you to try and just run 26 miles in one go but that doesn't mean that it's impossible so like when I first started training for a half marathon that was like my first goal that I created back in 2019 and this seems like the most impossible goal at the time which is so crazy to think kind of now you know like just having gone for a 17 mile run this morning but it's such a mind over matter thing truly and that's just so much of what running is but you do kind of have to approach it with a right mindset and one that is slow but also celebrates your small successes along the way. I think this can also be applied to things like having goals around times and so like for me when I'm training and training 
trained for like a certain time. I'm not training because I want to be super fast and set myself up for failure with really, really tough workouts. And I think choosing plans that would get you a faster time are great, but I think you need to build that over time. And you definitely, like I've noticed myself get a lot faster over time. And when I say a lot, like it's a maybe by a minute, but I think if you kind of if you're starting as a beginner and you want to say that you want to run, you know, a marathon or a half marathon in a really fast time, but you don't have the experience yet, you're going to struggle so much in some of those training runs and you might just like hit a wall and just totally want to give up. Whereas if you choose one that's a lot more right for you and one that suits your pace, you're not going to have as hard of a time going through it. And I think you'll be a lot more motivated and you'll find that self-motivation within yourself, which is such an important aspect of running as well. The last point is that it actually helps improve your sleep. And so a recent U.S. study found that moderate aerobic exercise may increase your production of the nighttime hormone melatonin, and it helps regulate your internal body clock, positively impacting sleep quality. And it suggests basically that people with sleep problems might just consider exercise to improve aspects of sleep. I can definitely attest to this, and I'm speaking as someone who has had different work situations before where I'm working on different time zones, sometimes from five to eight hours behind another country. And I have really managed to get a solid sleep schedule down. And while it may not totally be from running, I think running is something that really helps me and it's just become a regular part of my daily routine. And I've never really had a solid sleep schedule, especially in college. I was sleeping so erratically. And now I'm someone who like goes to bed at like 9 30, 10 p.m. and wakes up at 6 a.m. naturally, which really is just so great and like I'm always waking up and I'm that person that wakes up at 6 a.m. is like yes I want to go for a run right now and I'm so excited. I'm saying this because I've definitely seen that meme or tweet that goes around that's like I want what those people who wake up at 6 a.m. have that just like have the desire to wake up at 6 a.m. and go for a run. I used to think that those types of people were so crazy but I can't tell you enough like how much it's changed my life just getting on a sort of sleep schedule and just cycle where I am waking up at 6 a.m. naturally. Like I haven't used my alarm in ages and it's just such a nice thing to kind of have a normal routine like this. And it's just been really helpful in a lot of different aspects of my life. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As I mentioned, I am running in the London Marathon this year in October, and I am running with Boston Children's Hospital, and I would love if you would consider donating. I will leave a link in the show notes of this episode, and if you could, please leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts because it really does help. But yeah, I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.